0: I'm Jimmy.
1: I'm Will. And welcome to Will Fighter, episode 28. Chris, where's Adrian? Oh that man,
0: intro was terrible.
1: We didn't know what to do. <laughs> I know it's all broken. Uh, I
0: thought you would take over. No, I was like just that. gonna put an awkward silence in there so people would know that Adrian's not here. Yeah, so Ad- Adrian unfortunately is not. Got canceled. <laughs>
1: she got canceled after her, her weird David comments and <laughs> <is winding laughs> in. Uh, no, uh, she is not feeling great. Oh, so no. so she's out for today. But I got this guy with this. This is Will Hess. He is the founder of the Church Split Podcast. True. Uh, so <laughs> That's kind check, of a big deal. Check out his stuff. Uh, but no. But you are our new student director at One Life. Yep. Where Jimmy and I work as well. So I'm Will's boss. <laughs> nice. I was <laughs> uh, uh, like, you're gonna be here early and do this podcast. So uh, no. And Chris was ten minutes late. Yeah, because that's what the boss does. <laughs> no, <we're> uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, but yeah, no, you you just moved uh, to the area from Michigan, and mm-hmm. so, uh, you've been here a week. Yeah, <laughs> it's week two. Got him on the podcast, so, uh, I, I'm sure we'll do more stuff in the future, video wise, for, for this channel, for the One Life Network channel, but for now, you're on this podcast, so. Will, quick background. Do you do you are you a big nerd for nerd culture?
2: Oh yeah, I'm a big nerd in every way, shape, and form. I when I'm not doing theology and apologetics, I am usually doing something super nerdy. Really? So, okay. Uh, yeah, that's his Lego set in his office. I you? have yeah. multiple Lego sets in my office. <laughs> they yeah,
1: some Star Wars stuff. Don't judge me. Okay. So favorite like uh nerd thing like if you're going like sci-fi
2: so i've of course oh, the medieval. original star wars trilogy that was like my life as a child so i got to the entire extended universe before disney went and now me and disney are not on good terms um and probably lord of the rings <laughs> i've
1: liked the disney stuff that they play.
2: oh controversial no. i've lost all respect for you
1: did, did you watch andor
2: uh i got about three episodes in oh. and it needs to step up its game
1: andor was great
2: I've heard it's actually good. Yeah, Indor was really good. I, I just couldn't anymore. They ruined Obi-Wan, and after that, that was an unforgivable sin.
1: Wait, you thought they ruined Obi-Wan? Yeah, it was horrible. Uh, I liked it. <laughs> I'm more of a nominal Star Wars guy. My wife, though, she was part of the Star Wars Jedi Club. <laughs> really?
0: Okay. <laughs> Back in the day. Yeah. Nerds unite. She
1: likes Star Wars more than I do, but I do like Star Wars. Jimmy,
0: you've never seen any of them, have you? I saw part of one. Okay. So as a that's
2: why we have
1: Jimmy on here for balance.
0: Exactly as a self-identified non-nerd to all the non-nerds out there, I'll try to keep us well, on track. You're a YouTube nerd
2: though. How is this supposed to be? I, I thought it's a pop culture <laughs> podcast. What are you doing here?
0: Hey, you don't have to be a nerd to be in a pop culture. I watch YouTube videos and I talk about them.
2: That's that's what I bring to the not podcast. Not really cool enough. That's okay. okay.
0: Does he need to lean closer to the mic? I don't know. Uh, maybe a little bit. Yeah. Go ahead get in, right and uh, get that mic. Give it a kiss on the
1: lips. Up to that face. All right. So, it is it, it is spooky season cuz it's True. October. So, uh we've been watching spooky things with my kids. Oh. Age appropriate like paranormal things. activity. We did uh with Let's do it. <laughs> No, with our oldest daughter, we watched uh Over the Garden Wall, which we're going to oh. take will if he ever brings his Xbox, we can watch so it. So we can watch it. Because <laughs> yeah. uh, apparently DVD players aren't a thing in this church.
0: <laughs> so. Well, they are just not remotes to DVD players.
1: So um, so we watched Goosebumps, the Jack, Jack Black movie. Uh, so the, I, I would recommend that. Like, It's a fun, it's not too scary. It's a little spooky, but not too bad uh, for kids. And then we watched Curse of the Were-Rabbit, Wallace and Gromit. You guys familiar with Wallace and Gromit?
0: No, what? It's, it's Chris, a, it's I'm only 16. It's great
1: British <laughs> uh, stop motion, claymation.
0: Oh, oh I hate the claymation
2: stuff. What? Like I, what? Shaun the Sheep? Yeah. That's it's weird. It's the same people. Have, have you seen the new Pinocchio? No, I tried oh. not to. Oh, my goodness. It's amazing. Wait. Not like that Disney one, but the one by... Uh, the Tom Hanks one. No. Del Toro. It's incredible. Is, Is it, it stop motion? Yes. Claymation? Is it... It's like, not claymation, but I it's but stop motion. It's motion. Okay. okay. It's amazing. So
0: you don't... You're it's okay kind with, of unsettling. You're okay with stop motion, but not claymation. Even stop motion kind of freaks me out.
2: Why? I mean, it's meant to, this like this Pinocchio is meant to kind of disturb you. That's the point. Okay. Well, I'm disturbed even just thinking about it. Perfect. So.
1: Stop motion. Coraline. Now, that's a creepy one. Yeah. Uh, so, have you ever seen Coraline? Actually, I haven't. Okay. I read the book, and it was frightening for a kid's book. I was like, I'm scared. You know, <laughs> I'm, like uh, jump scares in the book. You like turn man. the page. You're like, ah! Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was creepy. But, uh... No, so it's the same people that do Sean the Sheep and No um, Sheep. I like the, the Chicken song. Chicken Run. I don't know if you guys <laughs> saw Chicken Run.
0: These are the shows that came on at like one a.m. in the morning, and I'd wake up and I'm like, "Why is Sean the Sheep playing on TV?" As <laughs> opposed <I> <laughs> to one a.m. in the afternoon. Correct.
1: Okay. So, uh, anyways, it's the people that make all those. It's they're great. Uh, yeah. So this one is a they're a pest control thing, and so there's a giant vegetable. Uh, Thing coming up for Halloween like they do a giant vegetable uh, competition so all the town is growing these giant vegetables and uh, Wallace and Gromit are trying to to stop the rodents from eating they're, oh. they're, these are rabbits that eat all stuff so they they're a humane pest control so they take the rabbits and just and they, and people them. don't know what they do with them but they keep them in their basement locked up so Humane and, and feed them No they feed them uh, And they're kind to them. But so These are tigers But they're like What can we do To stop The rabbits from Like Taking over And eating stuff And so So Wallace The The man So Gromit's a dog So Wallace oh, okay. Is this guy that he invents things He's an inventor And so he's like Hey I'll make a machine And I'll send my brain waves To The rabbits And then they'll They won't want it to vegetables anymore Because he's He's a little overweight and he's trying to lose weight and he's like, I just want to eat cheese. He loves cheese. <laughs> cheese Gromit. Uh and so he's trying to always eat cheese. And so he's like, Well, maybe if I send my cheese waves to them, they the cheese w- waves. they'll stop eating. So so he like hooks his brain up and then through the process the rabbit gets uh, like sucked into the thing more so than it should have. Oh. And so then Something gets on the loose and starts eating all the people's vegetables. Spoiler alert. So, but yeah, but it's fun. There's some twists and turns along the way. Sounds like it. It's it's. I mean, it's it's not that spooky, but it's fun. It's a fun movie. But so we talk about worldview on this podcast. Well, I don't know if you know that or not. Uh, but so the, there's there's a a hunter that wants to kill all the rabbits, and so so but they kind of portray him as the bad guy. So. Uh, I don't know if they're saying hunting is is bad, but there's they are probably. <laughs> so, uh, but he but he's kind of an evil guy anyway. He's kind of the bad guy of the of the thing. But I would say like the worldview is uh, community, like the community. the way the community all comes together because they they want to do this vegetable thing together. But then they they kind of are like when they start to realize what's happening, they kind of all come together to stop the the rabbit. From eating all their, their crops But it's like uh, It's about how the community Has to work together To okay. solve problems And things like that And so Yeah it's it, I mean it's It's pretty clean There might Let's see Do you see There There's might two be two F words There might be a, <laughs> yeah, There might be a claymation bottom I can't remember Oh my goodness I don't remember if there is or not. I'm not watching it now But it's uh, But yeah it's It's funny It's clean It's goofy <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, it's called the Curse of the Were-Rabbit So, you know, you're getting to do, but it's comedy. It's, fun. <laughs> it's a comedy. It's fun. It's, it's fun. That that's a good one to watch with for the, the spooky season with the kids for the spooky season. So I forgot to tell what we're gonna talk about today. But yeah, what are we gonna talk about? Chris? We're, we're, after this, we're gonna talk about some some Dune. will read the book of Dune. In the new, is it when's the new movie coming out? Is it early
2: uh, March twenty twenty four? Yeah,
1: so the new movie's coming out. <laughs> it's right around the corner. Right around the, right around the new year. So we're getting that in just a second. But it's time for Florida foibles. Oh. Oh
0: yeah, it's too late, Jimmy. It's. I kind of appreciated the awkward late. pause.
1: Okay, so this <laughs> is. Uh, fringe factor So this one will be A little bit of a, a
0: quiz Yeah you said There was going to be a quiz I yeah. didn't study so, for it
1: So they did a study I don't know why they did this But of, of phrases Like a phrase in Florida That people say That they may not know What it means And so I'm going to see If you guys can guess What the what it means So the, the phrase is Jiffy feet So if I said what? Jimmy you got some jiffy feet What would you think That meant It means you're too fast Too furious Okay so Big I'm feet
2: uh, Quick like they look like swamp feet. Get, get closer to the Sorry. mic, Will. You have what? your own podcast. Uh, my, my my mics actually work enough to where I don't have to be kissing at the antenna That's time. true.
1: What, yeah, but you keep like leaning way back. You yeah, sound
2: dude. real nice like a podcaster You're, when you lean close. Here
0: at Worldview Fire, we like it
1: close.
2: Uh, <laughs> so, so you think it means what? Uh, swamp feet. Giant swamp feet. That's what I'm going with. Jiffy feet.
1: What is swamp feet? Like they have big feet?
2: Big feet, and they're dirty and covered in muck.
1: Oh, oh. that's that's close. Uh, yeah, it, it does mean... Dirty feet, so you have like gross, dirty feet, and the reason is because a lot of people in Florida go barefoot, but there's apparently like a store chain, it's, it's something Jiffy, <laughs> so they call it. It's a uh, yeah, so they Huntley's Jiffy Food Stores, and they shorten that to Jiffy, and so a lot of times people go in there barefoot, but you've been walking at the beach, uh. and stuff. so it's like oh you have Jiffy. Feet. People thought it meant like you have good dancing feet, is what hey. they what they thought. So, but
2: it, dude, it, but it's Florida. Yes, Florida yes. man is a thing. Oh, yeah. yeah so you should not be thinking of these things in a positive sense. Like, no, that's no, true. not a good thing. Everything's dancer. negative. Yeah, it's, it can't be a good thing. Whatever you Have you guys ever played the Florida man game? Yeah, that's why we do this. Okay. That, well, so that's the, the foundation of this podcast. That is the foundation. But
1: the, the Florida man game, like explaining if people haven't done it, because you should do it.
2: <laughs> you should do it. Uh, look up, uh, just say Florida man, and put in your, your birthday. birthday. Yeah. So mine's June 10, right? So I just put in Florida man, June 10. And then whatever story comes up, that's your that's your Florida year. man.
1: That's what your year's going to be like. <laughs> exactly. So here's some other states okay. with phrases that people didn't know what they meant. Phrases <laughs> so, and states. Yeah. So uh, South Dakota, the phrase is taverns. Just We'd, taverns? Yeah. You'd, you'd think that would mean what? Taverns. Yeah, like a bar or club. But it actually means a sloppy Joe sandwich.
2: What?
0: Taverns. That's in South Dakota? South Dakota.
1: Maine, right out straight. Jimmy, give me to it right out straight.
0: A right well, out straight? Right out straight. What do you think that phrase would mean? That's like you're giving directions. You're like, uh, uh the windows you just go right out straight. Right out
2: straight, would you say just as like tell me directly?
1: Yeah, telling the truth, that's what most people thought it meant, but it actually means being very busy. Man, I was right out straight this morning, that's why I was late. <laughs> right out straight. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, Mississippi carry? Carry? To have a gun on your person what people thought it meant. It means to drive someone. So you carry them somewhere? Yeah. Oh grill in New York So people thought it meant to ask a lot of questions
0: Rob the jewelry store It's all make you a grill
1: Make you a grill It means What do you think it means?
0: I've I've got nothing on that one
1: Staring rudely Wow Can we we confirm
0: these are real These all sound like fake
1: This is a study though Fake news Okay So do you want any more? Let's get one more Okay Oh the dirty bird
2: in Kentucky The dirty bird So this is close to us I feel like this is just giving someone the bird
1: a derogatory insult is what people thought it meant, but it means it's slang for KFC. I'm gonna go over the dirty bird thing.
0: <laughs> <A> dirty <laughs> okay, <boy>. that's funny. <laughs> I, I'm gonna use that one. So Kenu- Kentucky knows all about KFC. So they should know. Yeah. The Dirty Bird. It's in the name. It's true. <laughs> Bl-
1: Blucifer. This is from Colorado. Blucifer. So Colorado, the Blucifer.
0: No some, idea. Some people
1: think it meant a blue devil, but it's actually the blue Mustang sculpture outside the Denver International
2: Airport.
0: That's very specific. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't guess that.
1: You guys, uh, we won't get into conspiracy theories, but the, if you...
2: I love conspiracy theories. Then
1: look up the Denver Airport.
2: Oh. I have looked up the Denver Airport. Yeah,
1: is there's some crazy stuff about the Denver knows all about it. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about Dune. Dune. Dune, 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 dune. So they had an old movie.
2: Okay, yeah, so... Tell us about Dune. Dune yeah. has had a troubled development as far as, like, movies and shows are concerned. There was a show, like, um, I mean, a movie made back in, like, the 80s. It does not go age well. Most people say it basically felt was not good. Then in, like, 2000, they did a TV series oh, on the Sci-Fi Ooh. channel. You can watch it free on YouTube, and it is cringe. As I mean, it's so bad. <laughs> uh, and then in 2021, they released part one to the movie Dune. Yeah.
1: Is it going to be a trilogy, or how many...
2: I think there's doing part one and part two as far as for the first movie i don't okay. know if they're going to continue to do dune messiah children of dune and all the other rest of the series the children be, of the dune which would be sweet uh but basically what i did when uh so dune was uh, published by frank herbert in 1965 and what i realized after reading dune is that every other sci-fi ever stole stole from dune it's a rip-off. What? it's a ripoff it's just a ripoff i i, I said as a star wars fan tattooing totally is arrakis so uh anyway no and man. even the star i know what that is yeah, arrakis. arrakis i gosh
1: i didn't even make you that know connection.
2: it's okay arrakis <laughs> so uh, do you know have you not did either one of you guys watched the movie i have not
1: i don't know i mean. have not watched it i've not read it okay so, i've played the board game
2: <sighs> okay so don't hate me bro all right i'll give you the quick overview it's yeah, so, okay, quick what is it? quick dune is a desert planet there's like no water. They have these giant sandworms that are like hundreds of meters long that eat people. And if mm. they hear like use the metric system, yeah, like rhythmic uh, running or anything like that, they come chasing because that's how they find their prey. Wait, trimmers? F- yes, but on yes, so trimmers still yes. so Okay, sure okay. and then on David the uh, on Arrakis as well, there's this stuff called spice, and it tastes like cinnamon, but it's what's it's a special drug that allows people to cinnamon. see into the future. Oh. Um and basically they the more you have the crazier you can get. There's all sorts of weird stuff. So there's basically the themes of Dune one it deals like a messianic prophecy because there's this like witch group of the, called the Bene Gesserit they're trying to bring about this the Kwisatz Haderach which is super you speak in tongues yes
1: but basically it's this idea of
2: trying to create a messiah a messiah to lead the people into the next world or to the next thing and it's about this young man who his mom thinks that he could be that essentially but also there's all these warring houses um if anyone's like is familiar i'm not saying you should read it or watch it but like game of thronesy as far as like the houses that fight each other Uh um things like that but it's also not as dirty, which is good. It's true. So uh, all of it's really fascinating because it also deals with the question of free will because oh. they got rid of the back... So it's a super advanced space civilization, right? And they got rid of AI because there was a war with basically robots and AI. So they had to learn how to compute these things themselves. So there's different schools that people would go to to become like superhuman with their brains. So it's all about um, becoming... Like, it's about your free will and overcoming things and being able to outsmart other people. One of the neat things about it was, like, there's all these tests that they put before all these characters. The most popular one that people know who read or watch it is called the Gam Jabbar. And I know, yeah, speaking yeah, I brought, in tongues, I know. You, remember you the know Gam Jabbar. Yeah, yeah, it's great. But what it is, essentially, is that he puts his hand in this box, and it makes it feel like his hand is on fire. What's in the Like, box? burning to pieces. Well, he's had has a needle up to his throat with the extreme poison that would kill him in seconds, and if he pulls his hand out, he's dead. They uh. stab him with a needle. So the point is, is can you control your impulses? And so the villains, the Harkonnens, are basically the ones who don't control their impulses the entire time. They feed into every desire they have. And the Atreides, who are the good guys essentially in this, are those who learn to master them.
0: But they also don't have hands anymore because they left them <laughs> in the virus.
2: Uh, except for the fact where it's actually an illusion. You actually uh, your head is perfectly fine, but you don't oh, know that. Oh, but to your you. brain is telling oh. you it's on fire. Yeah. It's crazy. It is dude, the whole oh. thing is wild.
1: Like them, have you ever seen like that magic trick
2: thing or
0: Oh, where they like take a hammer and smash it the this fake can and and you, you think it's yours?
2: Yeah. Yes. You yeah, it's basically like that. <laughs> <laughs> Look at it. It was up. taken from Dune. <laughs> that that magic trick oh, <laughs> from dune. But, like, he's afraid Paul because he can see it to the future now because okay. he's been trained so much. Wait, his name's Paul? His name's Paul. So you
1: have, like, the Harbarji Gagan, and then you have Paul. And yeah. Kareem
2: Ad- Abdul-Jabbar. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what's really funny. Like, the main characters, Paul and Jessica. Like, Jessica's his mom. Wow. And it's like, wow, of all these really cool names. Yeah, Paul.
0: Oh, we got That's Steve and Randy
1: and then Kareem
0: Abdul-Jabbar.
1: So, so with, um like like, Tolkien and C.S. Lewis, like, they wrote things that were – like allegories somewhat or like just had Christian themes and stuff. So is is the author – what you say his name was? I forgot his name already. Frank Herbert. Frank Herbert, yeah. So was he a believer or was he – like did he just write it to
2: – I don't think he was a believer in this, or at least not like a loud professing Christian, but he kind of does – I think this is also where – Critiques in religion Became big in fiction Oh Because these people On the desert planet Arrakis Look to Paul Because of his weird way Of you know Like seeing to the future And the way he's His mind really expands They look at him As their messiah So they're willing to kill And do anything for him To avenge his family Because his family's killed On this planet By yep. this other house Spoiler alert. Yeah Well it happens at the beginning If you haven't seen the movie Dude Come on
1: Okay I'll go watch it So it just I think it's on Netflix
2: I will watch what it makes? with you You tell me when I'm there so, uh, but it is one of those, um, it really shows the fact that like, because he sees visions of these people committing like a jihad in his name and his family's name. Oh. And he's terrified that that's going to happen. Uh, but the only way he can basically survive is if he plays into their hand mm-hmm. because it's either go into where these people are dying in the desert in exile. So it really explores that whole like all the idea of a prophecy, and come to find out that Bene Gesserit women I told about earlier they planted this prophecy on every single planet and all these different religious groups. So, the question really is is it really a prophecy
0: or just, is it really propaganda. just
2: propaganda? And start out this episode prophecy or propaganda? So, it but it I mean, it raised that good question, and then how crazy people can be if they become zealots in their yeah. religion. And, you know, all I'm doing is when I'm reading this is going, and he's talking about the jihad and all these things, is what's going on in Israel and yeah. with Hamas. And I'm like, yeah. So what happens is extremists can grow if you don't put things in their proper context. So, man. It's really deep, man. It's a really deep book. I don't want to, like, spoil everything, but there's a lot of good stuff.
1: So with with worldview stuff, though, is it – yeah, because sometimes, like, the religion stuff in, and yeah, in a lot of sci-fi stuff, it becomes almost like – Religion is bad and science is good, like that kind of, mm-hmm. almost like the Star Trek kind of things. And so, so is it? I don't want to say pro religion, but like, what are some of the worldview like themes, or what are some of the things that, it, like, if you were to live out Dune, what would your life
2: look like? like so somewhere? some of the themes are simply. Uh, the, how vile it is to give in to all your desires, which is, I would say, is a very Christian thing yeah. to do. It's also, you know, sin is crouching at the door, but you must rule over it. And the or the when Paul says
1: everything is permissible, but not everything's beneficial. Right. It's like, and, oh, I can
2: do this, but is it really going to benefit me? So. And like the main villain, the Baron, he is, he's he's a guy who literally cannot control or does not control his desires. He's so fat that he needs like gravity lifters to hold up his fat so he can walk. <laughs> oh wow. Like job of the. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he he stole it from dude. <laughs> um so and he and the, he, he's the most grotesque creature uh in in it. So it's it explores that like the idea of uh what makes us different than animals and the whole point is that because we can control our impulses and we mm. can make choices. Uh-huh. Um and then the other uh, worldview thing it does is of course religion is it so do we look into things because we've all met the person who's like this is a sign from god but then the real question is is are you reading into it that way um or is it really truly a sign and i think christians have a tendency sometimes to go too far and they see everything as
1: god as told that. me we should break up <laughs> hey, don't blame him Don't no, no, like,
2: yeah. bad hygiene god god <laughs> told me yeah you're not my, my will for you're not you're not his will for my life also, I've been talking to this other guy, and he's like you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: what, yeah. So, well, that's good. So, it, it's a really about, like, okay, is, uh, yeah, do we test, I mean, Jesus, tell? I don't know if it's Jesus, but they test, test the spirits. Right. Like, okay, if people are saying, oh, this is from the Lord, like, okay, well, it'll be backed up by Scripture. It'll be backed up by things.
2: Also, uh, I should mention uh, the other theme is how political leaders are, can always be corrupt because power Corrupts. Absolute power corrupts, absolutely. Exactly. And, well, it does explore that thing because even the Atreides, who are supposed to be the Honorable House, do things where you're like, oh, I don't I don't know if that's the right way to go about that, bro. I mean, I get you're in a bad spot, but. Uh... Well,
1: that's kind of the last Hunger Games. You're like, are the good guys really the good guys?
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or it's like the good guys, at least in desperate situations, can become just as questionable as the bad guys they're fighting. Sure. And so it it really explores those themes in a way that a lot of media I don't think really had at that time in yeah. a very thorough sense. and a lot. But what's made it hard for them to make good movies about it is a lot of the book is just people's thoughts. So while there's a conversation going on here, they're going through these thoughts because, remember, it's all about expanding your mind. So they're reading, like, the smallest twitch of the muscle, trying to figure out if this person is deceiving them, what their true Ooh. motives are. So it's a really fascinating thing to read because you're just constantly like – What's true, what's not, all that.
1: So then, is the is the movie just a bunch of voiceovers?
2: No, that's <laughs> that's actually what makes it crazy. Uh, the movie is just, <laughs> yeah, just a podcast, actually. a podcast. It actually made the movie like somehow communicate a lot of those themes. Um, before I read the book, I gave the movie a ten out of ten. Now I'm like seven out of ten because oh. they did miss some really important parts that builds Paul's character properly. Yeah. But anyway, that's another story for another time.
1: So. Uh, would you recommend people read the book first or watch the movie first? So, oh, I wait, or, or can we recommend it? I don't know. I've never seen or read any of it. So,
2: I, I actually think you could recommend it. Okay. Uh, it's, there's, it's not overly grotesque. There's like a Dune's PG 13, I think. Yeah. And it kind of, there's only a couple things that it shows suggestion with. Like, remember, I mentioned the Duke uh i mean uh, not the, duke the baron? Lord, baron the bad guy i remember the baron yeah the baron I remember duke The duke is the atreides anyway sorry uh, the baron uh like not only does he eat and not only does he give into all his desires but there's also like hinting to the fact that he's like kind of pedophilic so yeah so um but it just kind of hints to it you're like this guy just really needs to just go away <laughs> um but that but it only hints to it thank goodness so it's not like grotesque but any more than it needs to be. So but.
1: is it confusing, though? So, like no. I mean, just from hearing... Because this happened <laughs> no with counting. Shadow and Bone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess. My sister explained Shadow and Bone to us. I'm like, I don't know what any of these words mean or terms. or Yeah, and so you're saying all these things. And I'm like, I don't know what this...
2: this if you read the book... It eases you into all okay, the terminology. So they slowly build up the yeah, world around Yeah, and you can put something together, and sometimes it'll use a word, but there's even a glossary in the back where it's like, what's that word? You can go, and it'll explain it. It's a
0: glossary <laughs> yeah. in the
2: back. No, that, well, that's what I mean. It's like, it is intense. It's awesome, oh. though. But uh, the, so, so I'm bizarre. always, even though I think books are always better than the movies, what I always think people should do if they're interested in something is watch the movie, then read the book. Okay. And, the, and here's the reason why. Here's my logic for a second. If you read the book and you're blown away by the book and you watch the movie, you'll always be disappointed. Oh. Right? Because it didn't capture the book right. Yeah. You're gonna you go, watch oh, the they movie. missed that scene. Like there's a banquet scene that they missed that was so important in the in the movie. And I was upset when I read the book. It's like this is so good. However, I was able to just eat it up in the book and enjoy myself.
1: Eat up at that banquet. Uh...
2: <laughs> <laughs> keep it light. But but if you like to read the book and then you're just gonna have disappointment. But if you watch the movie, then you just get a better version of the movie when you read the book afterwards. So just you, it's a winning in the uh, that way. I feel like
0: this all reminds me of just what Elon Musk is doing right now. <laughs> all the things that you're talking about with AI and expanding your mind, because I think that's the thing oh. that they're doing. They're starting some trials oh, with. That's right. What is it? The Neuralink. Uh, you can sign up to be one of the first testers. You guys, would you guys do it? No, I,
1: I've told yeah. you no. I'll do it. <laughs> yeah, you would.
0: Yeah, and then my brain's gonna be so big that I won't even have to be on this podcast anymore. I'll just know all the things.
2: <laughs> Google right, in you the would
0: brain. know what Jiffy Feet is right away. Exactly. I would uh, have already taken the test and aced it.
1: So, I was like, you would your eyes roll back in your head as you're like, as the AI is telling
0: nope. you what to do? Nope,
1: they would. Guys cannot confirm so that. So far back, it's going to get stuck that
0: way. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, from the audience perspective, if you're not a nerd, uh, sometimes nerd culture is kind of hard to jump into. But you said that Mr. Beast.
1: Yes. He
0: he. How, what was his?
1: So he hosted a, a Dune Imperium, which is the board game. Of okay. Dune, which you need to look into.
2: I will be buying it.
1: So Dune Imperium. Uh, it's a it's a board game. It's a card. Um deck builder a deck builder i think i i played it and i i don't know it's, it's got a lot of stuff going on so kind of worker placement <laughs> kind of deck builder nobody knows what these terms so mean. it's
0: like monopoly but for blank <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> that's how that's it's how like jimmy it's like
0: monopoly but in the desert
1: every Not at all yeah so uh but yeah but you're i think you're going like collecting spice and doing all that stuff in in the board game you're trying to, so it is interesting. So
0: I, because I remember seeing a screenshot because you said so. He hosted this uh, boardgate oh, yeah, tournament, <laughs> tournament, and then he actually won the tournament.
1: Yeah. So he hosted it and then won. <laughs> he
0: won ten thousand dollars. Yeah. I think he got. I don't, I don't know if he got first, but I, don't, I think he did. I think he. I think he did. Because Mr. Beast, I've heard. So yeah. So the interesting thing. Uh, so Mr. Beast, as anyone who knows Mr. Beast knows, he is just totally obsessed with YouTube, and so he said for the last. 10 to 13 years, basically every waking hour of his day has been obsessing over YouTube. But, he said he, he, kind of how his work schedule goes, is he works as long as he can, like he might work for 14 days straight, and then once he just needs a break, he'll do two things. He'll either watch anime, or he'll play board games with his friends.
1: So, that yeah, so, I'm a nerd when okay. it comes to board games, so that's, that's my, so I was playing last night, playing Risk uh, Legacy, but... My friend that also dabbles in Mr. Beast stuff, he was like, hey, Mr. Beast was playing Dune Imperium. I was like, oh, is it a video? He's like, no, it was just big in the board game culture because people are like, oh, now Mr. Beast.
0: That's true. Well, it is interesting because if you see these influencers, they can make these things that are definitely more niche and more nor- nerd culture a much more mainstream thing. Yeah, And because if you see someone who is an influencer playing it, you're like, well, now it's cool to play Dune, <laughs> so I'm going to start playing Dune.
2: Well, it's kind of like even Stranger Things is what made D&D have another resurgence. Oh, yeah, play. yeah. So uh, people are like, oh, well, that was, looks like those kids were having a blast. Let's play it because it's similar to Stranger Things.
1: And, and Taylor Swift made football popular again. That's true.
0: Shout out to <laughs> Taylor Swift. I haven't been following the Taylor Swift stuff a lot.
1: Uh, I've heard it wasn't even real, but like it was her. Oh, and, was it a publicity stuff? I
0: didn't even know the football player's name. Do you? Nope. Kevin Durant.
2: <laughs> was it? <laughs> I, I keep up no. with football culture about this much. Uh, okay. But I'll tell you all about Dune.
0: <laughs> hey, he'll tell us all about Dune. But it is interesting that, uh, while you look up the Taylor Swift thing, that these influencers, uh, I, I think they can bring to light okay. kind of this this nerd culture. And yeah. so Who's the person? Travis
1: Kelsey. Tra- everyone well, it's it Travis Kansas Travis yeah
0: Yeah, we know. He's the best quarterback there is. Is he a quarterback? I don't know. Let us know in the comments. So, <laughs> so actually in kind of the influencer world, uh, I've noticed more recently, uh, that there is a lot of crossover from the influencer world to the, the, the real world. So, uh, cause back, especially when YouTube started, it was very much like you have YouTubers and then you have the rest of the world and the YouTube was very, uh, this very niche thing. And I think uh, one of the people that made it more popular was obviously Mr. Beast. Yeah. He just hit uh, two hundred million subscribers on his main channel. Golly. What's this platform? We're I think we're almost there. We're almost at two hundred. Subscribers <laughs> yeah, 200 million Like and subscribe Like and subscribe <laughs> Yeah so But uh, like there's a um, One I mean he's got his If you go to any Walmart He's got his Feastables yeah. Chocolate everywhere And uh, Halloween's coming up So they have these Little bags of Feastables
1: Oh I didn't know
0: that Yeah so Because they knew People were going to Give them out for Trick or treaters
1: They call it B-size Instead of fun size
0: no, I maybe
1: I should be his marketer. Um, you should be his marketer. I I just had a s'more the other day, but I made it with Beast. Uh, or yeah, the f- the Feastables. Feastables. Wait, what are the chocolate bar? It's called
0: It's Feastables. Oh, are they. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Mister No, Mister Beast Bars. Mister Beast Bar. Yeah, that's so what it is. The is dark chocolate It's good. So I've had one of them. They're pretty good. Might they they are a, a little bit more expensive though. Yeah, because they're made with real
1: ingredients. With real <laughs> or ingredients. Had a, a Beast Bar. What?
0: Oh, man. We got to advid Summit for the first time. But it is interesting because, uh, so Mr. Beast, he has some products. And then also Logan Paul has Prime, uh, which is an energy drink and a hydration drink. And uh, I saw on Twitter that Prime is now the official drink of the UFC. Ooh. So this is kind of, kind of a big deal.
1: But when you say Prime, like I automatically think Amazon Prime. Why would you Same. name your energy drink? I don't know.
0: But, I mean, Prime, uh, I forgot how much they've made, but it's like hundreds of millions of dollars that they've made already in sales.
1: But does Amazon not say, hey, stop that? No, I mean, they're Amazon
0: Prime. This is just Prime Energy. Yeah, but it's... Prime Hydration. But Sierra Mist. What's that? It's now Starry. Exactly, because it was lame. They needed a rebrand.
1: I heard it was because there's a YouTuber... Named Sierra Mist Really? And she got the patent or What? Got the, she got the I trailer.
0: don't know about all that But so uh, And speaking of Mr. Beast And kind of the crossover Between the YouTube world And the real world In a lot of his Most recent videos He's had some celebrities In his videos So I remember one uh, I think he had Pete Davidson In one of the video, And then Who is the Patriots Why can't I think of his name The Patriots quarterback Charles Kelsey <laughs> That's him <laughs> No, Tom Brady. Okay, that's his name. Okay, so, like, one of the most famous football players. And then in his most recent video, his uh, video was $1 house versus $100 million house. So he went to all these different varying levels of super expensive houses. And he had Miranda Cosgrove from iCarly. What?
1: That's your show.
0: I know, iCarly. back in the day. Yeah, that was my jam. And uh, so she was, I think, uh, for the $80 million house. But it was interesting because these celebrities, like, They weren't even the spotlight because how these videos work, they went into these houses and then it's just him and his friends and they just go on a tour and then just like have fun. And so the celebrities would just come along and have some banter and stuff like that. So you had Miranda Cosgrove and then Mark Cuban was at one of them.
1: He's a YouTuber though, right?
0: Mark Cuban? No, that's Mark Rober.
1: Oh yeah, (laughs) why? (laughs) Mark Cuban's Cuban's the the, the shark. Yeah, Yeah.
0: he's the owner of the Mavericks, which Mr. Beast is actually sponsoring the Mavericks now. Man. Yeah, so he's got a sponsorship there. My headset's falling off. Uh, And then Justin Timberlake, was uh, they went to the $100 million house together. Justin Timberlake. So it is interesting because Mr. Beast, I think, is doing things on a different level than any other YouTuber. But you see these people that are like super, super famous are now collaborating with him. So he's, how many, 200 million? He just hit 200 million just on his main channel.
1: Yeah, because I, yeah. And here's the thing about celebrities. They'll do anything to get more views. (laughs) So if some guy's like, yeah, I have
0: 200 million subscribers.
2: Well, everyone knows that YouTube is more popular than standard television anymore, so.
0: Well, it is interesting, yeah. Because, I mean, (laughs) I forgot there was, uh, is this show called Suits? Is that a show? Yes. Okay, so that was like really popular on Netflix or whatever it was. And uh, they said for, like, their season finale, uh, they were showing that, like, 30 million people uh, watched the season finale. And then Mr. P.E. replied on Twitter. He said, they make numbers that small? Because, <laughs> like, his average, like, now, if he doesn't hit, like, 150 million views on a video, then it's like a total flop. So, yeah, like, every video. And usually within the first day, it hits about 50 million. So just, and he's making, I think right now it's like one video a week too.
2: I'll be honest. I don't get it. You don't get it? Okay. Like with Mr. Beast, like I I've, I respect the guy because he's done like, he's definitely been like attempted to be canceled and shut down from different things and he's yeah. like pushed back on a lot of stuff. But I, whenever I watch any of that sort of content, I just, I guess it doesn't scratch my itch. I don't, I just don't get it. I, I
0: get
1: sucked into some of the things.
0: Yeah, so I actually don't watch a whole lot of Mr. Beast content. Like, I'll watch him here and there. But I think what he does really well is just make extremely widely appealing content yeah. where 150 million people could enjoy it. And most people aren't doing that. And then he's also spending, like, uh, I think probably, like, $4 million per video now. And he's 25. <laughs> Golly. Darn it! What are we doing? <laughs> we have a hundred and something 100. subscribers. <laughs> we're just gonna we're gonna clock hey, out here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it is interesting, uh, but I think definitely in the YouTube world, it's becoming more of a thing where, and even uh, I, I think, bringing in a smaller perspective, you have the ability to put yourself. On camera, and then you can broadcast yourself to millions of people in the world. Which before that was never really a thing. Yeah, and sometimes it's kind of scary to think because even if you like visualize, like even like twenty thousand people, like that's a big stadium of people that are just watching you. So I can't even like fathom a hundred fifty million people seeing what you put out.
1: Yeah, that that is kind of mind-boggling. So I don't know. So um, with with that though, is it? I, I don't want to say Is it healthy But like I, I think it's a good thing That they're bringing Light to some of the like Like board game culture Like things yeah. like that Like oh this is I don't know if is Cool is the right word <laughs> Look how cool I am You're I very really cool board games for a long time. But uh, but yeah But it's like People starting to recognize Other things And they're kind of Like it's it's like Yeah it's the crossover of yeah. Okay I'm bringing Popularity to something That maybe a lot of people Don't know about But at the same time Taking like the The nerd culture of board games, I'm like, oh, Mr. Beast also does this. Or Logan Paul has an energy drink.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, because, I mean, I think, one, it will introduce people that wouldn't be in that world. Uh, But then some people might even be into more nerd culture stuff. But just because they think it's not cool, they don't broadcast that or they don't show people that. But now that it's mainstream and cool. Then it's okay to be a nerd.
2: Well, the other thing is, is that it's sometimes a nerd culture can be overwhelming, right? It's true. So well,
0: when you explain Dune, <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> you got abacus and look, man, it's not hard. The Baron desert right. yeah. planet, worms, warring houses. That makes People sense. see the future. They kill each other. See, why didn't you say that? Geez, I'm on board now. Okay, I explained it to you like you're five. (laughs) All right. So but 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 (laughs) but that is a thing, right? So whenever like I want to get involved into a nerd and I'm a nerd, right? I'm into nerd culture. Sometimes it's like, hey, man, you should get watch X, Y, Z. But then I realize it has been out for three decades. It has tons of seasons maybe to it all these extra all this extra i'm like
1: yeah
2: and you just look at it and go that is overwhelming yeah like i i don't know if i want to make that large of an investment to get into another nerd thing so i think that's also part of it too so these these mainstream guys these influencers they bring in this something where oh that looks fun i'm gonna get that and then that's kind of the gateway drug to be able to like oh well let me dabble more for example like we were talking about dune Mm mm-hmm my buddy was like, you've never read it. You need to read it. I'm sending you a copy. He sent me a copy. And he's like, read it. And I was like, okay, man. I know it's been <laughs> out forever, but I'll give it a read. But I don't really need to get involved in another nerd thing. He's like, well, dude, just read the first book. It's great. Like, you don't need to read the rest. I finished the book Saturday night, and I instantly was looking up the sequel. Oh, no. Now he's addicted. Yeah, now I'm like, here we are. But, uh, so
1: it's a trilogy, or how many? There's like
2: 26.
1: You said there's so many.
2: Yeah, oh but my. Frank Herbert has I'm only wrote like the original author has written like mm-hmm. only six of them, and the rest of them were all by like his son and other people. I really want to read the the first trilogy, and then we'll see if I want to do it anymore. Is
1: he dead, Frank Herbert? Yes. Oh, okay,
0: let's pour I'm one out for the sure fallen homies. Is. So uh, this is an interesting question because we were talking about you know uh, with yeah, how much yeah, content down. there is in the world. I had this question: Do you think that we will be able to watch and consume content in heaven? Because we got all of eternity. Do you think we can still read books, I watch can videos,
2: watch One Piece? You mean like? <laughs> <and> actually- <laughs> well, that's the thing. Because if you have all of eternity,
0: the then would you be able to consume all the content that's ever been made? And then also, are they going to continue to produce content in heaven? Are people going to have their daily vlogs? Are they going to make movies, make books?
1: Yo, just hanging with Jesus here. <laughs> what? Just walk on water. Boo! These are the things I think about. I, mean, I
2: think it depends on your view of heaven, right? So if you believe heaven is like a separate place from earth, then probably not.
1: Okay. there's a new heaven and a new earth.
2: But I think, well, I think uh, I'm a person who believes that the the eschatological situation there will end up being that heaven restoring earth. Like, okay. so earth will be, we will be existing in. Earth too. Yeah, essentially. That will be in a paradise, like a new Eden. So there's a in my view, I think there's a stronger possibility of something like that. But I don't know if that would be
0: true. So we'll still have like iPhones. But Maybe. then like do we just continue to upgrade the iPhones? Yeah. Yeah. iPhone Infinity. <laughs> will we still be doing this podcast? <laughs> Welcome to Worldview Finder, episode 9612. I
2: don't we, think we'll have be a, wor- a Worldview Finder, though, because we everyone will the agree worldview. on the worldview. We world. found it. Hey, but you can still talk about it. Worldview found is what we'll call world, it. Yeah. Worldview found. <laughs>
1: uh, See? That's kind of messing with me. I don't know. Because I, I don't know if you guys know Randy Alcorn. He wrote a book called Heaven, uh, but he wrote some some fiction stuff yeah about um and he talks about heaven in the fiction stuff but he talked about how it's kind of an an extension of because one of the guys in the book dies and you kind of follow his story while he's in heaven and he meets c.s lewis and he's like c.s lewis is a professor and so he's like still like explaining things and stuff he's got like a like a a chalkboard he's like writing stuff down and you're like oh I guess I didn't think of it that way because he's like heaven. using
0: a chalkboard. What is this, nineteen sixty-eight? Yeah, nerd. <laughs> hey,
1: in heaven, <laughs> the chalkboards. <are laughs> don't miss my chalkboards, man. They, they don't have chalk dust because that's a sin. Uh, but there's like, yeah. But so he talks about how we will be an extension of who we already are, and so, Interesting.
0: yeah. So that was the other thing. So I'm into working out. Will you continue to work out in heaven?
1: Yeah, and your Why muscles not? will get infinitely big.
0: And then, yeah, like 3,000 years of doing push-pull legs, Dude, I'll be super jacked.
1: You will have muscles on muscles with muscles. On
0: my eyelids.
2: <laughs> so it's funny say you say eyelids because... Like Carly. He, Sorry. Remember I talked about the bear and how fat he was? Yeah. He regularly talked about how his fat rolled over his eyelids. Keep going.
0: Oh, yeah, that makes sense. It's kind of hard to see there. See, he had to have little robots that held up his eye fat. See, there are so many questions about heaven that I just have. So That's a good one.
1: Uh, will we create content in heaven? Leave, leave us your thoughts in the comments. Let us know. What wow. do you think about heaven? I think we got to wrap this up is what I think. So, hey, everybody. Thanks for joining us today. I'm Chris. I'm Jimmy. I'm Will. We'll see you next time.